Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Office of Special Counsel says the White House social media director violated the Hatch Act. OSC issues a warning to Dan Scavino for a tweet calling on voters to vote against Congressman Justin Amash in the primary election. His tweet showed Scavino's picture in the Oval Office next to a presidential flag. Both Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington and Senator Tom Carper had asked OSC to investigate. OSC says if Scavino engages in any more prohibited policy activity, it will consider further action. Senator Chuck Grassley, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, wants President Trump to rescind a recent policy from the Justice Department's Office of Legal Counsel. The opinion says executive branch agencies should only respond to inquiries from congressional committee chairmen. Grassley blasted the decision, calling it unconstitutional, unethical, and nonsense. Some cabinet secretaries say they'll respond to congressional inquiries regardless of the sender. A deputy director for the U.S. Agency for International Development pleads guilty to having a role in a contract steering scheme. According to the Justice Department, Beth Ann Moskov secretly gave materials from a consultancy contract to a friend hoping to be chosen for the job. Her co-conspirator was selected and was awarded over $20,000 for the project. Meanwhile, there will be no prosecutions of Veterans Affairs Department executives for cost overruns at a Denver VA hospital. The Justice Department tells lawmakers there was not enough evidence to prosecute them. They wanted a perjury investigation of two VA executives in charge of construction management for failing to mention the Denver Project's money troubles in their testimony to Congress. Veterans Affairs is making progress on improving its payment time to student veterans through the GI Bill, but lawmakers still aren't satisfied. It takes about 21 days for student veterans to get a claim processed without any hitches. Part of the problem is antiquated IT systems in the VA. The Defense Department is several years into the process of bringing home and fixing military equipment used in Iraq and Afghanistan, but the Government Accountability Office says DOD still hasn't come up with a coherent strategy for retrograde and reset. More details from Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu. GEO says a strategic policy is tied to future readiness since it informs the decisions the military services make about how and which equipment they want to prepare for future wars. The office says the lack of a policy comes down to finger-pointing. Officials within the offices of the Undersecretaries for Policy, Personnel and Readiness, and acquisition each believe it's another office's job to prepare one. Within the military services, only the Marine Corps has come up with its own implementation plan for retrograde and reset. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Health and Human Services is out hundreds of millions of dollars for subpar electronic health records. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The HHS Inspector General estimates Medicare, under the 2009 stimulus bill, sent more than $700 million in reimbursements to doctors and hospitals whose EHRs failed to meet federal requirements. The incentive payments are meant for practices that buy the systems for what the law calls meaningful use. The IG recommends a long list of changes to improve program integrity. I'm Tom Temin. A new cyber center for the Health and Human Services Department is hitting the ground running after last month's WannaCry ransomware attack. HHS officials tell lawmakers the center was able to provide real-time information to government and industry during the attack, which crippled IT networks at hospitals around the world. Leo Scanlon, Deputy CISO at HHS, said at one point the center helped support a two-hour conference call with more than 3,000 stakeholders. A second major change is coming to the federal CIO ranks. Mark Schwartz, the groundbreaking chief information officer at the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service in the Homeland Security Department, is leaving government. USCIS confirmed to Federal News Radio Schwartz resigned. His last day in the office is still under negotiation, as well as who will replace him as acting CIO until a new one is named. During his seven-year tenure at USCIS, Schwartz became the driving force behind the government's move to Agile or DevOps methodology for software and systems development. 
I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? Not just bikes. We also make a rower. Have you ever tried to row? Too hard. Not with Form Assist. It actually teaches you how to row. So it doesn't matter if you're a first-time rower or a seasoned pro. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Row risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.